Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dan the GM welcoming you to episode 34 of What the Dice. Hope you guys are enjoying our episodes as I am absolutely enjoying running this show and I know my team is enjoying the story. If you guys haven't checked out our Patreon, we've got all sorts of cool things going on at different tiers. Also, check out our website, whatthedice.weebly.com. There you can see all sorts of really cool things like an episode list with quick synopsises of each episode, as well as player bios to get to know a little bit about each of us. Well, I've jabbered on long enough, so let's have me shut up, and I'm going to let you guys get on with this week's episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Looking out into the ocean, we watch the waves crash upon each other, spitting salt water into the air creating a fine mist. Looking over to the storyteller, he seemed to have his eyes closed and is breathing in the salt air. Ah, the sea, I miss her so. Well, enough about me past. You've come to hear the story of the adventurers. Well, me friend, I am more than obliged to tell you more. Well, Kalila had a chance to relive her past, even for just a moment. But now that time is coming to an end. And she has acquired things, as has the rest of the team, that seems to have led to more questions than answers about the Bone Guard and this strange temple in which they stand. Well, me friends, sit back, relax, and hear my tale. We come back to Kalila's body just going limp in front of Clyde and Defibulous and Rune. After being lassoed and slowly pulled out of the room against my unknowing will. Kalila, mm-hmm. you still see the forest stretched out before you. All right. In the distance, you hear the sounds of someone coming up the trail. All right. Perception check. 15. You see your master when he was younger, walking up, carrying his bow and a simple bow on his back. Need to name him. Looking at you, he smiles. He goes, Well, are you ready to take your first lesson? Kalila, in that moment of thought, went, Well, Clyde was playing with a childhood friend. All right, I'll go along. She'll perk up and be like, Yep. He's like, Good. Handing you the, the simple bow, he goes, In the trees, I have set up small targets. Your job is to hit them from either ground level or from the trees. Taking out a small sand, uh, a small sand counter from a bag, he sits it down on the stone and he goes, 
you will have until the sands run out. Is that fair? Smirk and probably respond in the smart alecky way as she did before. Depends on how much sand's in there. Lifting up the sand, he turns it and sets it down. Perception check. 23. With the 23, you can see from your point three targets. You remember this when you were a child, that there were four targets. All right. I'll play along and get the three, but keep my eye open for the fourth, or if it's like a surprise target. Okay. Are you going into the trees to do this? No. Do what I did as a child. So I'm assuming I went into the trees. Okay. Those or Roll your climb. Oh, you meant in, up, up into, not into the trees as in into the forest. Yes. I misinterpreted that. Uh, no. Well, it depends. Do I get a better vantage point? Did I have a better, better vantage point? You remember as a child climbing the trees and falling a couple of times while doing it. But you were able to get to the three of the targets before the sand ran out. You were never able to find the last target. Did he ever tell me where the last target was? He did not. All right. Well, <laughs> can I shoot the targets from the ground? You can. I will shoot them from the ground. All right. With the skill of an experienced hunter, you were able to hit the three targets. You were still missing the last target. I will look Your around. Sorry, okay. I got excited. Yep. Your master is leaning back watching you as you have not moved. He goes, you've still got one left. How much time do I have? Almost the full cylinder. It hasn't, it seems to be going in actual time. Okay. I will look around for the fourth target, but I'm gonna check behind my master first, just in case he's being sneaky. Okay. You look there, it is not. Roll your perception. And 16. You see the glint of something in the tall tree line, but you can't make out exactly what it is. I will head that way and find it better. All right. Where are you moving to? I don't know. Where is it? Where did I see the glint? I'm moving closer to the glint. You saw the glint in this area. Moving into that area, it is a cluster of thick trees that stretch up into the skyline. Roll your perception. 24. With a 24, high in the tree line, outside your range, dangles a single metal key. Excites me. I am going to find the tallest tree that's closest to the key mm -hmm. and climb it. All right, roll your climb. 26. All right, you're able to climb the tree. We are going to cut to um, Kalila's unconscious body, Clyde, Defeebleus, and Rune. What would you guys like to do? Um, I think you killed her. I will do a medicine check and see if she's still alive. Roll. Oh, sorry. I would be heal. I'm like, not medicine. Sorry. That's fine. I, I understood what you meant. 
11. Her breathing is shallow. Other than that, she seems okay. Okay. I am going to look at the fabulous and like, what happens if we push her back over the line a little bit? Uh, I don't know. It might be better if you do. So he's going to check. Did you lasso her around the neck and pull? No, No, it's around her waist. I'm going to kind of move her back over the line. How far? To her, you know, whole bodies over the line. Back to Kalila. As you are reaching the top of the tree, oh, you are shit. suddenly on ground level, standing next to your master. I'm gonna look at my master, very confused, going, "But that's not fair." He goes, "I did nothing. I was in the tree. Why am I back down here?" He goes, "Your body returned to where it left." So you're wait. What do you mean by I'm re- what what? He taps the sand dial. Tick, your sand is running. Damn it. Back up the tree. Alright, roll your climb. Did her body move? Yes, she is now taken off running towards the center of the room. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna Full let cat the, sprint. <laughs> I'm going to let the, the rope go because obviously something happened. Did I notice the rope on me? It doesn't feel like it's there. Okay. All right. Also, I rolled a 19. Back onto the top of the tree line, you have a clear vantage of the key. It seems to be dangling from a thread on the highest branch of the tallest tree. Can I jump from the top of the highest peak of this tree and get it? Let's see. Oh, wait, this is a bow and arrow challenge. I should probably just shoot it. Or you could jump and shoot it. Epic. Yeah, we're going to have some panache. Okay, well, I need you to roll your acrobatics and your range. That 20 on acrobatics. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And then what? Ranged? Yep. Hold on, I have to re-roll. It fell into the crevice, and it's between a 16 and a 3, so I'm not going to... I'm going to be honest and re-roll it. The fate smile upon me. Hold on. 23. Arranged. Describe this. Okay, so pretty much full cat sprint to the tree that she was on. Epic, like, claw leaps to get up there like you know she's using her natural her natural cat ability to leap between the branches and spiral parkour her way up and without stopping as she reaches the tip of the tree she'll use that kind of like that slight catapult because she knows those branches are thin and weak under weight and use that to like launch herself up high enough to get a good bead on the key as she fires a, a shot at the the rope Are you shooting the key towards your master, towards where you were standing, or in a different direction? Towards the... I guess, uh, since you said my master was standing near me, I'm back by where Clyde and and Hugin are on the map. So where I entered this area. So back towards that way. Okay. Clyde and Defibulus. 
you see her doing this acrobatics, flippy, whatever. Pulling her bow, she fires. And there's an arrow headed straight towards you two. Okay. The Fabius will just step behind Clyde. <laughs> I will just put down his tower shield. There's a loud clang as the arrow hits the shield and drops. As Kalila lands, the room slowly fades away. She now can see the arrow sitting on the ground in front of Defibulus and Clyde with a key hanging from it. Good shot. Thanks. I liked my jump better. Good job, Michio. Nice block. You're welcome. You guys now have three keys. Where's and now she like? notices the rope that's around her. Yeah, and you notice there's a rope around you again. She's just gonna pick it up off her like waist, hold it in her hand, and look at Clyde and go, really? <laughs> well, you have to understand, you were yelling for me and for Defibulus. Yeah, you disappeared. Where did you go? Standing right here. Yeah. yeah. You lost sight of us, so I thought to bring you out of the area, and I think I might have separated your consciousness from your body because you passed out once you crossed the line. I don't recall that happening, but I do remember being mad because I was just about to leap off the tree and get the key, and then I appeared back next to my master, which was here. Oh, that was us shoving your body back over the line. That's something bizarre about my something returning to my body, and I was very confused about that. Yeah, that was he tried to kill you, shoving your body back over the line. So that was probably you waking up, and that's when you sprinted, and I decided to let go of the rope because you were obviously doing something. I'm really glad you let go of that rope. That would have been hilarious, though. <laughs> it would have. I wonder if I would have dragged you like you did short round. Um. I'm By the way, she to... has a wicked smirk on her face when she says that. <laughs> uh, Clyde just looked at her and like, I'm not sure since I kind of weigh a lot. Too many midnight snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta lay off the cake. That's a lie. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would do that. What would you guys like to do? You have three keys, a strange lens. Well, there is that weird room with the pillars that I told you about with the male and the female. Maybe the keys go there. I don't know. Well, you I guys haven't seen that room yet. I have. Exactly. We should go check out that room with your monocle. Ooh. Entering the room. We should probably check out all the other rooms with the monocle, just in case, too. We will. You shouldn't forget Rune, though. Poor Rune. Ironically. He's still throwing up. Entering the room, Clyde and Defibulus see what was described earlier. The two massive paintings of a male and a female. Three small step-ups. And I don't remember what else was in this room off the top of my head. What would you like to do, Defibulus? Defibulus is going to examine the room. Perception. That would be a nat 20 today. Alright. With a nat 20. 
Looking around, you notice that one, the male and the female picture are dressed in the exact same outfit and they are looking away from each other. Both of them holding a black rose in their hand. In the center, you see the three step ups that seem to have scrape marks on the stone, which means that they move. Upon further inspection, you start to notice that there is strange writings on the ground. You can't make them out as they are very hard to see. Hey guys. Hmm. There's writing on the floor, the stone thing and jiggers move, and the paintings, male and female wearing the same exact thing, both holding black roses. And they're looking, looking away from each other. Who said that? <laughs> and they're looking away from each other. I was gonna investigate what he just pointed out with her red lens. Yeah. Putting, yeah. The, putting the red lens in front of your vision, you see writing. You see the word moon, sun, and then a strange symbol. Also in the writing, or also, yeah, in the writing, you see the words return the keys to their pedestals. I feel a little dumb that she didn't see these writings beforehand, but... Well, you're seeing them through the red lens. Oh, okay. So she's like, um, the red lens and the words on these things say that we're supposed to return the keys to the pedestal. She's going to see if it says anything about what will happen. It does not. I'm going to look at these and, um, each of these has a the pedestal, okay? Yep, they're about and a then, foot tall. Okay. When you stand on them, do you you face the female if you're on the uh, moon? Nope. You face inward. So all the pedestals face here. Okay, that's why that's why I was center. Um so I have a question for you, Kalila. Um what mm -hmm. is the representation of your god? A butterfly. Okay. That doesn't help. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't recognize any immediate... Well, this temple seems to be around the bone god with the black roses, and I just don't understand how any of this relates. Yeah, well, since you had that experience over there and I had the experience over in the other room, the sun is like a representation of my goddess. So that's why I was, you know, mm. wondering if no. I stood here and... I'm not sure. Uh, what what is the exact symbol? Like, what is the symbol? Could you explain that to us? Oh, um. You need to look at the key. I will look at the key. Perception check on the key. Twenty-one. Looking at the key, straight on, it looks like it is just a black black circle at the end of a standard key. Holding it up to the light, you see the symbol as if you were looking at a rose from top down to all the petals and all the uh, openings. Mm -hmm. Looking at the other key, you see a half moon. And looking at the last key, you see the symbol of a sun. Well, here, she'll go over to Clyde and just hold it up to the light for him to be able to see 
Alright. Um, then who wants what symbol? And we insert here. But yes, I'll take the moon. I do have a quick question. Do we want to look at the other rooms with the monocle first before we... Because if this, you know, transports us somewhere else or something happens, we might never get back. Sounds good. Library? To the library. To the library. So to expedite this, because I don't want to spend all day going through each room. Fair. Mm -hmm. yep. The only room that seems to give off any indication of information is the map room. In the center of the room, there is a small symbol, which looks like a compass that has been scratched into the ground. It looks like it is missing the actual compass part, the, the needle. Something to point the way. Right. I will give you guys a little mark for the compass. The other thing you guys would have noticed by now is that all these um, stone step-ups, there are no key slots. You just place them on the thing, is what I'm assuming. Okay. Okay, well, let's try that. All right, she'll hand the half moon key to short round unless he wants a different one. Eh, this works. I ask if I can do the sun. Yep. She will hand the sun key to Clyde. As you set the keys down, you can almost hear the stone slide down. Not a lot, but just a hair. Enough to where it's a noticeable sound. I missed what you said. What? As you set the keys down, you notice that you hear the noticeable sound of, like, the stones rubbing against each other as they slide down. Oh, okay. So it, it collapsed into the floor. No, it just depressed a little bit. Defibulous. Perception. The depressed affibulous is not depressing stones. 22. You hear the sounds of gears clicking. You recognize this as maybe a weight. Uh, so it needs weight to activate. He'll keep his ear open for a moment. He goes, ah, I see what's going on here. Hmm, what's going on? It's a weight system on this thing and it would do the same thing a certain amount of weight will would activate it the piece of gold the whatever parts to move into place to set the rest of it in motion is it like does he get the idea like it didn't go down far enough to, to yep. fully he goes we need a little more weight on these um so what happens if i put my key down same thing same thing just a little Okay, uh, I'll put the key down, and then I'll stand on it. As you stand on it, it drops down equal to floor level. And then you hear the sounds of ropes being released and being quickly moved through winches. As the pedestal that you are standing on starts to lift up. Kalila, from your spot, you see a keyhole with the symbol of the sun. Clyde, toss me your sun key. No, the pedestal he's standing on has oh. raised, and now it is showing you the keyhole. Oh, the keyhole's on this side. 
what happens if I step off? It I don't know. You, oh, right. okay. Do that. Then I... Uh, before I put the key in, I'm going to suggest everybody does the same thing. Nope. Alright. You guys all do that? Sure. I uh, guess. Same thing happens. All, now you can see the keyholes for each of them. Alright, I'll put the key in mine. My keyhole. Right. The keys slide in with ease, and you can feel the tumblers grip in. Which way are you going to turn your keys? Um, everybody to turn them to the right? Uh, on the count of three? Okay. Three, two, one, zero. Kalila, you hear the sound of a click. Same with Clyde. Defibulous, your key doesn't move. He's going to try turning his key to the left then. There's a loud click sound. Defibulous, you feel the key start to be pulled into the stone. He will let go of it. As you let go... The uh, platform in front of you sinks down to floor level. You all hear the sounds of clicking. It follows by the sound of a stone raising up. Kalila and Clyde, your keys are pushed out of the lock and they drop onto the floor as the two platforms lower to the ground level. I'll pick up my key. Uh, okay. Kalila is just going to be watching around to see if anything interesting or different happens. Mm -hmm. There is eerie silence. I'm going to walk back out to the moist table. <sighs> At the moist table. The moist dais. Table. The smaller dais has raised up significantly. Uh, Clyde, short round. Yes, ma'am. This dais is now up 10 feet in the air. And there is a strange... Uh, if you're looking from north to south, there's a strange symbol that looks like... So this is all like a black symbol. It looks like a time uh, sand timer. Yep. Did you guys pick up those keys? Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. My key was taken into the machine, though, right? Mm-hmm. Are there any keyholes? There's the strange symbol. Do we know that symbol? No, you Is do not. Is there a book in the library that has that symbol? There was not. Can we, like, knowledge check the symbol? Um... Yes, you can knowledge check, and then uh, defibulous, I need a perception Would check. Would this be planes, local, nature, re religion? Uh, if it's a symbol, it would be religion. Well, I don't have I'm that. I'm on this. 25. Oh, crap. Wow. Um, um, no, he's got a different perception check. Go ahead. Uh, 25. Yeah, no, I need... Oh, Clyde. 23. All right, so Clyde... The symbol is in many different religions and many different cultures. It it's kind of a generic symbol. Like 
depending on what culture is, what's what. The Fibulus. As you're staring at this symbol, you're starting to notice that the black seems to have some movement to it. He's gonna... Like, it is not solid. He's going to cock his head and get closer, closer, not, but not enough like to fall in closer. This is small. This is this would be about the size of a dollar bill is how big this symbol is. Because it's, it's moving. Who wants to do what? Kalila, do you want to do anything? She's mostly just studying what's going on. Although she's tempted to climb up to it and study the symbol. Not gonna lie. She's, she's contemplating climbing it. Well, it's not too far off. It would be about chest high for... You said it was 10 uh, feet up. Yes, the platform is ten oh. feet up. The symbol is about Clyde's chest level. Oh, I'm gonna touch the symbol. Do it. No. As you do, it rips open, and you can feel a hole behind That's it. Mm-hmm. I look at the hole. It's reminiscent of a keyhole. Hmm. Ripped in it. Um. Can I, can I use a really bad line? Can you... Go ahead. All I see is darkness. Kalila, mm -hmm. would you mind bringing the monocle over here and checking out this area to see if it shows what kind of key would go in here because I found a keyhole. Sadly, she will do so. Looking through the monocle, you see the words when day and night meet the horizon will show the way. She will read those words aloud. Okay. Hear, hearing those words, Defibus is going to go to the other side of the moist uh, dais and see if there's a uh, another symbol on it. There is not. Well, damn, my, my hunch was wrong. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. She's going to go look in the map room. He goes, let me, hey guys, let me see your keys. Hand my key over before I look in the map room. What are you um, thinking, sir? Well, when Dan... Do you think they combine together into one key? Yeah, one on top of the other. Well, that's an idea. I think so, too. Alright, I'm, I'm intrigued. I came back. I'm gonna hand over my key to see if he can figure out how to put them together. Engineering check? Be profession or knowledge? Uh, let's do whatever one's higher. And day or night needs. Could that be like an eclipse? Dirty 20. As you study the key, you notice that the moon key, instead of being a solid round key, it's grooved out. Just wide enough for the sun key to slide in to where you have the sun and the moon and a horizon line which stretches out, creating the key. He will put the keys together. They lock together easily. Who wants to put the key in the hole? Good call, guys. I'll do that. Hey, hand the key off to Clyde. All right. Putting the key 
Are you twisting it? Well, first of all, I'm putting the key in, seeing if anything happens. Nothing happens. Gladly, would mind seeing if any of the words have changed for any reason? Okay, we'll look. They have gone. No. And I will turn to the left. As the key turns, there's the sound that you guys know of as that steam hiss. Behind you, you feel the rush of cold air as the dais behind you begins to lift up. Is it wet air? Or moist? Is it steamy? Before you is a bedroom. Oh. A beautiful canopy bed with bookshelves surrounding. A desk piled high with half-bound books. You can hear the sound of something being stamped or something being tooled. And the sounds of bones creaking. What? No sexy saxophone music? I was really not expecting that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting a bed. Especially a four-post bed. Okay. First of all, before we do anything... Uh, Detect evil? A bed Actually, evil. I wasn't going to do that. I was going to ask uh, Kalila to look uh, through the um, monocle to see anything. Through the monocle. And then I'll detect you. You don't see anything. Everything's just got that strange nope, view. I'm, I'm just red. I'm, I'm not going to You can, behind the books, you still hear the sounds of creaking bones as the sound of leather being tooled is still heard. I'm going to say hello. Is there anybody there or is it just noises? Is the music I playing? I can hear it. I heard a whoosh okay. sound. It was a whoosh without yeah. music. Yeah, no music, just whoosh. As long as we're getting sound, because for some reason my siren escapes fighting me. I heard a single sound. There is no more sound. One sec while I get this corrected. Sorry, guys. It'll just take a second. Too much moisture. Yep. It got too steamy. Uh, I'm going to have to add that as uh, a new skill. I should have that on the Patreon page. What? Uh, new paladin skill from Mexi. Detect consent. Right? <laughs> detect consent. <laughs> better than cause right. moistness. Uh, well, I don't know if that's actually better than that. Right? Well, I mean, consent is sexy. Ooh, yeah, we hear sounds all right. As that was actually just testing. All right, so you do have sound. The sound of bones creaking. Um, you said hello, right? Of course I did. Mm, yes, I have visitors. A few moments pass as a old skeleton steps forward. Bones are missing from his structure. He looks over and he has a large hunch. He has cobwebs for a long beard. Did the mistress send you? 
Is this one of those times where, like, if someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes? That would be a really good question. Um, no, an old rat sent us. Truth and fast. Hmm. I don't know any rats that worship the mistress. The mistress? So what brings you to the mistress's home? Who's the mistress? Why, the bone goddess, of course. Um, then I will uh, give a bow to um, this gentle bone person, gentleman, I guess, um, and say, uh, our apologies, we were misinformed. Um, we were told that it was a bone god, not a goddess, and that is our uh, mistake and our apology. Why would you apologize for being correct? Oh, so there is a bone god and a bone goddess, or is it just the goddess both? Yes. Awesome. Um, well, we were actually sent here um, on a quest. Ah, they still do quests from all these years ago. That's delightful. What brings you to our home? Or her home? Well, we were seeking the Bone God Temple to look for... What was it? A, 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 a torch? There was the skull. I forget. This isn't Kalilah saying. I'm, I'm asking, what was the thing? You were sent to find the temple. Well, yeah, but in the temple, we were supposed to gather information or get information about the next item we were supposed to. I'm asking what that item was. Um, the next item is the scepter of Thank flames. Thank you. Not a torch. Kind of similar, though. Stick with the fat end. Yep. Um, yep. yep. <laughs> visually yeah. Skull, scepter, crystal of wind, reaper scythe, and hand of brass. Okay. So Glyla's going to go, well, we were looking for the bone god temple to seek information over a scepter we're looking for. Well, if it is knowledge, the mistress loves to keep tabs on the young ones. Who are the young ones? Well, you are. You are not of the ancient. Well, I understood. I am, am the first of the ancients. I have seen much damage, so unfortunately I have slowly deteriorated. The mistress was kind enough to let me stay at her home and rebind books as they appear. Well, I was going to lean over to Clyde and whisper, what's an ancient? It's probably talking about the gods and the war of the gods. Received much damage, that kind of thing. Do you know of a book regarding the scepter we seek? Oh, I'm sorry. I whispered that. Did you actually hear that? I did not. Oh, I was like, why am I actually whispering? I said, <laughs> I said, being in character. That's yeah. why. <laughs> uh, I said, he's probably speaking about the gods and receiving damage from the war of the gods. All right, we'll go with that. I just didn't know what an ancient was and hoped Clyde might. I mean, what do gods call themselves? Gods or ancients or something different we don't know because we actually don't have the perception of that 
You know, that's a really good question, but I've never stopped to ask God what they call themselves. Mm -hmm. So, um, we are actually on the quest to look for the uh, Scepter of Flame. That sounds something that the Master would make. He does enjoy his destruction. The Mistress prefers knowledge, but those two are always at war. Which two? The... I was going to say probably two different sides of the same coin. No, which two were at war? I didn't catch the, the other. The Bone God and the Who was at war? Bone God and Bone Goddess, probably. Oh, okay. But I, I have no such knowledge of any type of book that would go over a weapon that the god, Bone God, would have created. Okay. May I ask a different question? Of course, Seeker of Knowledge. When you say books appear, does that mean knowledge was presented to you and they appear? Or something in, in history has happened and then it appears and creates a book? Or when one is damaged and it reappears here? Perception check. Damn you. So there was bookshelves. Six. You don't notice it. Yeah. He goes, well, as new information is written, it is brought here, and I bind it appropriately to the book that it should be part of. I have helped bind all of the books here. One was destroyed by the Bone God, but I, I hold true that it remains intact enough to be rebound. Okay. Oh, that's right. We found about... stuff. I'm sorry. I just what about... No, it's okay. What about the other book? Or what about the, the paintings? Which paintings do you speak of? The painting of a um, flying... I'm sorry. I apologize to bring this up. Um, what was it called? What? Sorry. Family with flying thing that... A ship. The what thing that made ship? you depressed. I'm sorry. Family. Well, Zeppelin. Well, Zeppelins, yeah. you mean. The painting of the Zeppelin um, crashing and burning. It was a Steve ship. Yeah. Okay, um, that's why I was like, wait a second. You... He... Go ahead. Because you mean a steamship? Yes, the, the steamship that uh, was tragically uh, destroyed. The, that painting was destroyed by both the god and the goddess. They were fighting over what it should be done, and the god won out. So the goddess felt as if, if the real thing no longer exists, the painting shall no longer exist. Understood. So, I have a different question, then. If you mind me continually asking. I have all eternity, my friend. Perfect. If something were to happen here, does it then happen in reality? What do you mean? Like, if a painting of 
a different ship was destroyed, would that ship then be destroyed in reality? I, I don't understand what you mean by reality. We are on the same plane. But the the painting of the ship here, or, or a different thing, if that would get destroyed by the god or the goddess, would the actual ship out in the world be destroyed? They were arguing about the large ship itself, of if they should destroy it or not. It had knowledge that the mistress wanted to get out and the god wanted it to be destroyed because the knowledge was too powerful. Wait. The god wanted out, so the goddess had to destroy the painting as if the real thing doesn't exist, the painting should not. So who so destroyed the ship? Yeah, so did the ship get destroyed before the painting or did it get destroyed because of the painting being destroyed the painting was ripped down after the mistress knew of the destruction of the ship okay so afterwards okay that's what I wanted to make sure to figure this he's kind of just glaring at the moment but relaxing a little more okay and um Kalila, do you have anything to ask? You said you repair and mend the books as they come in or if they are damaged, correct? Yes. What book is this then? And she's going to pull out the, the leather cover and the pages that they recovered. His eye sockets, I guess, uh. go wide. As he reaches out with shaky hands to them, May I repair this? I was going to briefly look to both Clyde and Short Round, and if neither of them give the no symbols of, you know, some kind of something, she will hand the book over. I actually shake my head yes, go ahead. You mean nod your head yes? Yeah, nod my head yes. He sets the book down on the table and begins to set the pages into the leather. With a needle and strange thread, he begins to slowly rebind the book. After a few moments, the book is fully mended. He turns and gives a nod as he outstretches the rebound book. Pages look brand new. The leather still worn is held together as if it was freshly made there and I have finished for you I am sure that the mistress would want you to have this as you were the one that found it to be restored Well, me friends, Kalila has acquired a strange book, and an even stranger skeleton repaired it for her. There seems to be much knowledge one might acquire in the home 
of a god. Or gods. Hmm. Two gods, one body maybe? Well, well. That is just this old sailor speculating. Well, me friends, until next time, may the dice gods bless your every row. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us.